What's up, party people? This is Edgar otra vez, and welcome to another episode of the Flow Roll Podcast. Now, today on the show, my co-hosts are Cousin Primo and El Lechuga, and the subject of conversation is chupacabras, other cryptids, and scary stories. We were feeling pretty Halloween-y at the moment, and, uh, you know, just kind of started riffing. We started off with chupacabras, but, you know, as things progressed, we just kind of just started telling stories. So, now if you're new to the show, make sure you check out our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can purchase some merchandise and support the podcast. Now, I want to ask for a solid if you guys are digging what I got going on here, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment wherever you get your podcast at. And please, please, please share it on your social media. Show us some love. Now, we kind of jumped all over the place. We started with a plan. Uh, we were just going to talk about chupacabras, but then, you know, it just we quickly kind of got to the end of that and just started telling stories. And that's how this goes sometimes. Sometimes we have a plan and sometimes the plan just is not as good as what we got going on on the side here. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Now on with the show. There was a legend. It apparently started in the 50s. There was a legend. But the sightings didn't happen to like late nineties. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. The first purported sightings nineteen ninety five. But it's been around forever, pretty much. Mm. Okay, so here, let's get started. Am I recording or recording? Okay. So uh welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. This is Edgar Otra vez. I waited and, and you like forgot the cue, man. No, I didn't cue. I thought you were gonna give me a little bit more time. I can't be rushed, man. This has to be yeah. a professionist for God's sake. You can't rush art, man. No, you, you can't. can't rush thank you, thank you. You can't rush art. Shit. This, this is after all performance art, right? I mean yeah, yes. thank you. <laughs> I have to I have to clear the lungs and clear the throat. Okay, there you go. Oh bro. Go. Please <laughs> leave that in. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> just keep going, man. We <laughs> and today on the show, my co-hosts are Cousin Primo. What's up, Primo? What's up, Cousins? Primos! And my other cousin, Lechuga. What's up, Lechuga? Dude, I missed hearing Primo so much. I'm not even like, dude. I'm like a fangirl. <laughs> well, just, well, I don't want to say nothing about the hair, but okay. So, okay. And so the subject of uh, conversation for today is chupacabras and possibly other cryptids. So um, let's start from the top. Uh, Primo, you were telling me that chupacabras, the first sighting was when? It was the first physical uh, visuals was in like 1998, 99, around that year in Puerto Rico. It's a, uh, no, my fault. It's first sighting was in 1995 mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. And that was the first visual appearance. But the legend of the Chupacabra has been around since like the 1950s. Wait, so this is just a folklore. Primo, you're confirming for us and the listeners that Chupacabras is a Boricua. Is that what you're telling us? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> yeah, that's so what they got. Is, that, uh, the Boricuas, man, they need it, man. Dude, hey, it's it means we, it's, the Mexicans. The Mexicans have the Lloronas. Okay? <laughs> we have the Llorona, and then the Puerto Ricans have the Chupacabras. The Chupacabras. Okay? And, and then enough. America has Bigfoot. Yeah. Okay? So, <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, look at that breakdown. 
Yeah, look mm. at that. Cryptids from around the world. Uh, oh, dude, that's the next show. Cryptids from around the world. All the, all the Canada has, has a Sasquatch. The, no, my uh, fault. That's still Bigfoot. The Yeti. The, the Yeti. Yeah. Yeti. Russia, right? They they also have like the Windigo. It's uh, that's that's the uh, Windigo. That's what I wanted to say. I have Wendigo. no clue what the Windigo is. The Windigo is uh is a Native American uh, uh, shapeshifter. Basically, it's a human that gets possessed by the spirit of a Windigo, and he becomes uh he starts eating people. So oh okay, listen to our show, Skinwalker. Same thing. Is it the Just, same uh, thing? Watch it. something like that. But you need to watch our show. You listen to the show when we did uh, Antlers. Yeah. What? That when was, was a, this. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we did. See, you're not. You haven't even paying attention to the show, man. No, man. Damn. <laughs> I I pop in and out. Yeah. So, <laughs> in Antlers, it's a story. It's based on on the Wendigo monster. So. Oh, okay. It's. Uh, I'll check it out. I like yeah. Native American stuff, so I'm yeah. all in on their folklore. That one. That one's mm-hmm. really good. Executive produced by um, Guillermo del Toro. And, oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot who who directed it, but it's executive produced by by Guillermo del Toro, so it's pretty good. It's really, really, really good, and it's super depressing. But anyway, um, of course, of course, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So going back to the chupacabras. So Primo, you're telling me that you is responsible for the chupacabras? Well, maybe half of me. I'm not gonna say I was, you know. Maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna say it was me, but I'm, I didn't even know you were half Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, he's half yes. Puerto I'm half Puerto Rican. I'm half Explains Puerto Rican, half Mexican, raised Mexican. Explains so a lot, the only, the only, the only Puerto Rican <laughs> thing about me. So, oh no, man! I was just talking about how you got a, you got a juicy butt, bro. That's all I was getting. A juicy butt. Wow! <laughs> I wish the listeners could wow. see. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I could avoid that one, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. He said he was a fan girl, so I think I guess now it is official. So, yeah. so, so yeah. So uh, apparently, there's a series of like livestock killings in 1975. So you're right. It. it it may have been seen in 1995, but they've been talking about the chupacabras for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and this, go ahead. No, and I was gonna say the the, the description varies, but it mainly is the main is it's it's some there are some familiarities with the description. There's been talk that it looks like an alien. Um, there's been talk that it's like some sort of a dog, a dog shaped creature with um, snout and. The, the the thing that they always point out is that its back is spined. It has spikes sticking out from its back, from its head to its toe, to its tail. So, but the same, the premise is the same. It's a vampiric creature that eats, drinks the bloods of farm animals and eats them. So, leaving, you know what? leaving the mark of a, like a vampire bite on their neck. This is a point of contention for me. It kind of upsets mm-hmm. me because the chupacabras from our childhood was a giant, terrifying alien looking thing. And now exactly. this new Gen Z chupacabras <laughs> is like a, is a mangy dog. That's all yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. a mangy dog. Maybe it has rabies. Who knows? And that's it. <laughs> so it's like- very boring. <laughs> they, they took our man chupacabras <laughs> down, bro. <laughs> so, the, the the way I heard it, like when I was a kid, what a chupacabras was, it was like a giant bat, and that was created in a lab in Puerto Rico. That's what you. That's what I that. fucking heard. That's what that was the rumor when I was a kid. 
that all the little Mexican mm-hmm. kids in the, in the in the hood were talking about the fucking Puerto Rican bat that was made in a scientist's lab, and it was right. like some, some crazy scientist, uh, probably white. And there's pictures of that. And there's live pictures of that. There's if you pictures look online. Of, yeah, there's pictures. Uh, it's of, like a bat with a horse head, <laughs> like this. And it has like a big like snout, and I'm like Jesus, that's a chupacabra. I'm like yeah, I'm man. never going to Puerto it was Rico. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I still remember I'd be watching novelas with my mom or something, and then Primer Impacto would come in with breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a chupacabra sighting, and I'd be terrified. I'd be so scared. And then they were like interview some like abuelita somewhere like next to a hut, yeah. and she'd be like, Oh yeah, I saw it. It was on top of my house. And, blah, blah, blah. and then they would. They would show like some artist rendition of it. It was like fucking it, it, like jumped off a wings. tree and attacked a goat. You know, dude, yeah. And then they would make it jacked. Chupacabras was jacked. Like it had like huge ass biceps and like a buff chest, and it would just be like slouched <laughs> over with its teeth or whatever. Like, and there'd be they would draw like a dead goat next to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like the funny thing was is like when I was a kid and I heard about the chupacabras, there was a drawing. And I never saw like the horrific shit that you saw. Primer Impacto, first of all, is a fucked up show, man. Like, oh, yeah. they, they show like dead people and all kinds of crazy. It's like very, it's a very graphic news show. It's still I don't going. Even, it's fucking nuts. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> like the images that I, I stayed away from Primer Impacto just in general, because I was like, damn, that shit's going to fucking make me a crazy person. So I was like eight. I remember thinking like, fuck, no, I can't. I'm a little guy. I can't watch that shit. That shit's bad for me. So I wouldn't watch it. Good but, choice. Yeah. I'm all sorts of fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, so like, uh, but the images that I saw of, of the chupacabras was always like a cartoon drawing. And it was always exactly. like, like a bat. And it was always big. And he was, you know, he had fangs. And uh, yeah, he always had like a freaking goat under his arm and shit. And that was enough to scare me. That was like, fuck that. That. That thing is like that thing is flying around, you know. Like the one I saw was this one. I don't know if you guys can see yeah, this. You can't one. really see. Oh, it's like a. Yeah. Mo- it looks like a lizard. Right, yeah. a lizard. That, type. That's kind yeah. of what they would show on Primer Impacto, right. but then they would give it muscles too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like he's actually like choking a goat, like holding it with his hand, <laughs> giving you the eye, like. Chupacabras, <laughs> bro. He's been training yeah. with the Gracies. Yes, I know, man. Right? He, that's why he went after the goats, man, because they're the greatest of all times. That's why. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm still I'm still primo from the block. <laughs> don't hate. Don't hate. Appreciate, bro. Appreciate. Oh, bro. I used to live in I used to live in Humble Park, man. I can't get enough Puerto Rican stuff, so. Ooh. Yeah. I stay away from that place. I oh, no, no. I fucking I love the fucking Puerto Rican food, man. Give me some. Oh, that's God, it. Yeah. This is my, that's it. That's all I would eat with Puerto Rican food. Huh? It's so bad for you though. It's like oh yeah. It's so delicious. Oh my god, Mofongo, man. Now I'm gonna have to get that this weekend. Dude, you He's know what? Bringing it up. <laughs> Dude, Mofongo, uh pasteles, arroz con cajuelas. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, dude, uh, this is—I think this is a, a Chicago thing. But what do they call them? The, the banana bread, the hibarito. It is a Chicago. Oh thing. yeah, that's that is a Chicago a, thing. Yeah, but it's a Chicago yeah. thing from Puerto Rican neighborhoods. It's yeah. very right. specific. You can't Go get hibaritos y mas, man. You can't miss that. That place, hibaritos is bad. Mm. 
Ibaritos, man. Damn, I want one. So bad for you. Oh, dude. It went from chupacabras to Mexican freaking food, man. Yeah, he was saying, Edgar. He was saying. Ibaritos is keto. Think about that. Sure. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, because. No, there's carbs in. Keep keep telling yourself that, bro. Keep telling yourself that. Okay, you took the carbs out. <laughs> the plantains are gluten free, though. There's that. So if you're yeah, not eating bread, that is you can true. That. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go with that. It's gluten free. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's what I tell there. myself. Yeah. That's so what I tell myself though. when I have two hands full of it. I go, "It's, it's gluten free." Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it works, primo. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep telling myself that, bro. It's the only way it's gonna work, <laughs> dude. Like, it's the best going to some of these places. You get a jibarito with arroz con habichuelas. Yeah. Oh, Order a mofongo man. for the table. There you go. Bro. Tostones with it and shit. It's dude, garlic sauce or whatever they give you with. Oof. Damn, I'm making myself hungry now. Chef's kiss. That's it. <laughs> so right, that's why it. chupacabra does that he likes that puerto rican food there you, oh, you go got us, you got us back on track there too there you go. I, to, <laughs> I, was, I have to i have to man i have to somebody gotta get this right yeah so I, then, uh, I did all right go ahead edgar so then uh part of the issue i think with the chupacabras or some of the evidence is is that they always said that chupacabras exist because they would always find these carcasses of animals yes blood drain mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, they they didn't have a way to explain all that at the time. And so like the farmers mm-hmm. would wake up in the morning and then they would find a carcass of a cow or goat or something all drained of its blood and they would blame the chupacabras. So um, it was always a mystery as to what was going on with there. But, uh, you know, like, again, uh, it, it's been explained away. Right. It's been said that. Right. It, it's like these animals, they pass away. Uh, the farmer doesn't realize they pass away. And so then as they're sitting there rotting, the first thing they lose is the blood. So that's, mm. that's what they find is a carcass without the blood because the blood is already drained out of the, the, the body. So that is how they've explained it. But then there's always those puncture wounds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either, I don't know. It's always either two puncture wounds or three. Yeah, so exactly. I don't, know, I don't know if they've explained that at all. Like, how, where did, they, why do they see puncture wounds? Are they really puncture wounds there to begin with, uh, or is that just how they died? Maybe an animal did attack them, and like a like a dog or a coyote or something, but then they ended up dying. I don't know. It's a mystery. I don't know, man. It could it be maybe it got bit by some kind of bat, got sick and died. They that found these, too. those puncture wounds, and by the time they found it, the blood was also drained out. Yeah. I don't know, though. It is really weird. Yeah. Um, so, but like, yeah, most of the time people say, oh, I saw chupacabras, and it always ends up, at least in the Americas, that it's a mangy dog. Yeah. Mm. Which is so freaking lame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea well, of a, like a scientist, you know, toiling away in Puerto Rico making, you know, evil, evil animals. Yeah, out of all places, Puerto Rico. Why not? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> it started in Puerto Rico because there was a DJ who started talking about chupacabras on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe his name was, uh, what's his name? 
So San Juan radio DJ, his name was Silvero or Silverio per, uh, Perez, Puerto Rican comedian, uh, making, making comments right on the radio. Yeah, he was saying, you know, saying stupid shit about the chupacabras. <laughs> And that happened in 1995. So that's where the, the phrase got coined. And then next thing you know, you know, we got we got this cryptid running around, you know, sucking the shit out of goats. <laughs> sucking the blood out of goats. I shouldn't say shit. <laughs> that's a totally different creature. That's a totally, yeah, the, the chupacacabras. <laughs> uh, yeah, the chupacacabras, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Solano Perez, who coined the label in 1995. Yep. Wow, coming. Yeah, in San Juan. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Look at look at the <laughs> look at the trail this guy left, man. Yeah, I mean, true. So, so I feel like the Chupacabras had such a moment in the 90s. Like we were captivated. It was like the perfect time for a Chupacabras to hit pop culture too because remember like the biggest show on fox was x-files well besides the simpsons oh yeah so we were oh, all like right. already in that mindset of like i want to believe you know and into aliens and shit so like chupacabras was just right there like it makes perfect sense <laughs> it can't be weird if it wow. wasn't real hey but did the x-files ever make a f an episode of that i think they did i don't think they did I think they did. I, I looked it up, by the way, the other day, and I didn't see one. Oh, let me see. I have the power of the internet on my hands. Chop yeah. Okay. Well, oh, but since we're on that subject, have you guys seen that show, The Imperfects, yet on Netflix? No, I have not. They have a thing on chupacabras on there, right? Right. The guys are wear chupacabra. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't watched yeah. it, but I knew that that was a character. Oh, they have a chupacabras episode. Oh, you're right. They do. El Mundo Gira. <laughs> El Mundo Gira. What season was that? It. It's Gira. 1997. Yeah. 1997. Yep. Wow. Right where the Chupacabra came up. Oh, yeah. They hit it while it was hot. That yeah. was smart. That's what I would do. It's like We need some more Mexican, <laughs> more Latin uh, viewers. Let's, let's do an episode <laughs> of Chupacabra as well. We'll hit a whole new uh, demographic. I'm telling <laughs> you, though, man. Chupacabra has been like screwed in history like you know like there's been like a chupacabras erasure that's happened where he's not as menacing anymore no one talks about it when they do talk about it they made him into a mangy dog and there isn't like any like cool chupacabras movie we can all point to like yeah like if you want to get like why we were so scared back then watch that movie <laughs> you know what i'm saying because like yeah. all these other there, 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 there is stuff. there is a movie there is a movie that's, Chupacabra. that's scary well that's actually say scary yeah that's actually it's somewhat, good uh, it's, it's somewhat, somewhat I'm, okay it's somewhat decent it has dean kane in it okay uh <laughs> see like lechuga hit on a very important <laughs> aspect of what we're asking here is it good by yes. no. other people's standards not your standards not my standard no <laughs> my ma mine's matters more okay You're, well i mean we know what your taste is you know? yeah terrible would, would, would i would i or lechuga like it that's that's what no. we're asking 
no, zero no, percent no. <laughs> chance. If, if, I, if I don't like it, you're definitely gonna like it. Yeah. Okay. So, so the the uh, episode of the Chupacabras and X Files is uh, from season four, episode eleven. So if for you guys wow. who are interested in watching Chupacabras, you can look up that episode on X Files. I will actually look it up. What is uh, X Files streaming on now? I believe is it on anything. I think it might be. I on think Google. it's still on. I think it's is on it Netflix Google? still. Oh, check it out! It's on on Freebie. So you can watch this for free on Freebie. Wow. Mm. What was uh, what was the streaming network that we were in talks with for sponsoring the pod? Uh, Tubi. Tubi. Oh yeah, Tubi. <laughs> Edgar, did you ever get? Did you ever hear back from Tubi with our no. demands? No. Tell them the truth, bro. Tell them they told us to stop talking about them. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to be liable for all the stupid shit you guys say. Like, not only are we not going to sponsor you, but you need, you need to pay to us. Cease and desist. You know, you need to cease and desist talking about us. Yeah. <laughs> Especially cousin Primo. <laughs> yeah, that guy. It's too bad because they're a Fox. They're affiliate. They're, I think they're affiliated to Fox, and Fox is what X Files came out on. So. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Was not on Tubi. It's I mean, not, I know that all the Predator movies are on there. It's not on Tubi. It's on. Um, it's it's on, on Hulu. It's not on Hulu. Damn. Yeah, it's on Freebie. So we can you can watch it for free. All our listeners, you can watch it on for free. Freebie is one of those apps that you can get from uh, Amazon Prime. So if you I gotta are, tell you though, have you guys gone back and rewatched any X Files recently? I have not. Do they not hold up? No, no. Man. It legit just feels like you're watching Goosebumps. You remember the show Goosebumps? <laughs> yeah. I was like, how? Why was I scared of this when I was a kid? It's so wacky. Are you serious? That's yes. That's they had a couple of cryptids on that show too. Yeah, they did. They had the Leech Man was one of them. The Mothman was one of them too. Oh yeah, dude. Mothman, man. Yeah, now, that guy got good PR. <laughs> Chupacabras has to hire whoever the Mothman's got. Uh, you see, I feel like maybe Chupacabras might be uh, dealing with a language barrier, and uh, well, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, I think there's mm-hmm. some like anti-Latino bias here in the crypto way, uh, in yeah. the zoology circles. Yeah, dude. Anytime I go, like I go hiking and shit. <laughs> anytime I go to a national park, I guarantee you I can find a sticker that has the Bigfoot on it. Yeah. It has a Bigfoot or a Yeti or something on it. I've never seen a single sticker that has a Chupacabras on it. Dude. All right. That, that's what we need to do. We need to make stickers and we need to start putting them all over the place. We need to like come up with our preserves. Oh, fucking brand that says Chupacabras. Because look, like Yeti. There's a brand called Yeti. They make amazing yeah. glasses or uh, containers and stuff. Like uh, they're insulated. Yeah, they're insulated. They're very yeah. good. We should st- we should do that. We should start the Chupacabras brand. We should do the same thing. Like I don't know tortillas or something. No, abichuelas. A brand of abichuelas. Call it call it the fucking uh, the Chupacabras brand. We're still brainstorming. This is just brainstorming. <laughs> you know what? You know what we need to do. We need to get into contact with Bad Bunny, the current king of Puerto Rico, and get him to like tweet out his support for the Chupacabras. <laughs> and he'll bring you right back. Represent bring you right back. Straight up, Bad oh, Bunny. Okay. Where are you at, Bad Bunny? You gotta, you gotta. You need to make a rap about, about that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 
the chupacabra like clause. Next video, like make out with someone dressed like the chupacabra. <laughs> 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 Let all, the, oh, all the women dressed as chupacabras and they're all sucking on them. You know, that's no, the video, right? But they need to be the chupacabras stuff? from our age, not the It'd chupacabras be... right now. Not a mangy dog. Uh, fuck it, a bad woman. Yeah, yeah, you know? badass chupacabras. That's what we need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Primo, have you not been keeping up with Bad Bunny? He does not discriminate. It'd be men and women dressed like chupacabras, and he'd be making out yeah. with all of them. Are you serious? Yeah, that's the, yeah. He's oh, yeah, been caught dude. wearing that dude has his own like clothing line and it's with dresses. Yeah, oh, it's cool. I'm cool with it. It's 20, me. No. 22. No, it's, man. Sorry, I'm 40. I'm 49. Okay. Man, You're going to change my ways. Okay. <laughs> live your life, man. Live your life. That's not how I want to live it, but you go ahead and live it how you yeah. want. Yeah. Uh, you do it. You do you, Bad Bunny. Uh, From so Bad Bunny to Chupacabras. Oh, my God. Bad Bunny to Chupacabras. <laughs> uh, wait a sec, guys. I got to answer a call. Sure, right back. Go for it. Yeah, sure. What else? What else did the Chupacabras make a make an appearance in? So he was in X Files. He was in X Files. Uh, he also came out in um, Grim. Oh, he was in Grim. That's right. He was in Grim, and now uh, Netflix has this movie called the the series called The Imperfects, where there is I don't know I don't want to explain the series and ruin it for everybody, but it's been out for a while, where the scientist is making monsters. Mm. So the which is kind of crazy because the Hispanic kid is actually aware chupacabra. That's interesting. Yeah, and there's also a banshee girl and a succubus. Huh. I like that. I, yeah, so I, I mean I. uh you know like uh, I wish they would have uh they would have made somebody else the chupacabras, you know. Like, why does that always mm-hmm. have to be the Latin kid being, con- you know, becoming a chupacabras? But I, th- I right, you know, I dig it though. I like the series; it's pretty good. I recommend people to watch it. It's a nice series. You know what the chupacabras needs is it, it needs a way to infect other people because I think that's one of the things that that kind of uh, makes all the other monsters not only scary but more popular. Because, like for example, zombies. <laughs> you become a zombie if you get bit by a zombie. If you if you get bit by a werewolf, you become a werewolf. If you get bit by a vampire, you become a vampire. So like exactly like and if you die a certain way, you can become a ghost. So like there's there, there's got to be a certain amount of STD related to chupacabras, <laughs> right? The, the, the chupacabras needs his own version of the fucking uh, of the transmitted disease thing going on. Well, it'll be like a bite, like transfer blood. Mm. It sucks blood. It bites you. You start getting the craze. Yeah. I'm hungry. I need blood. You know, then you start transforming. You don't transform, but you you change little by little. You start growing spikes. You can't control the urge. You can't come out during the day. You hide in your room. Then you start going crazy and eat your family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You you see, we we got to, I think it's up to us to kind of fix the lore. We need the... We need to bring it back to 1995 and make it more scary. Yeah, you know, we need to we need to help the chupacabras here. Uh, did you ever you know did you ever hear of the of the idea of the tulpas? Yeah, yeah. So we tulpas. I, yeah we've had this discussion on this on the show before. Me and cousin uh-huh. uh, me and not my cousin Dan. Uh, the idea of a tulpa is, is that you can make something in uh, come into existence if you have enough people thinking about it. 
Mm. Maybe we can help the chupacabras and think about him in a certain way so that he can be more scary popular. <laughs> mm. I'm in a Halloween spirit. Who's Trust this? me. The, Someone else is on this call then. The, the, it's not me. No, I have no phone call. I'm, that was weird. As fuck. Shit, man. I think it's the chupacabras. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's trying oh, to get our God. attention. So, yeah. So we were saying um, we got to help the chupacabras become popular again. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, and I was suggesting we uh, collectively think about the chupacabras a certain way so that he can he can uh, go back to being the way he was 1995. Scary versus 2020. Scary. Yeah. And the way they make horror movies now, someone will make a movie about chupacabras. Yeah, a good one. Not a mean yeah, like, You know, now that you mentioned it, it would be kind of cool if we made it into like a a zombie plague type. Once you get bitten, you're infected. You now become one. Mm. And it just spreads through the rabies. Yeah, it's got to be. There's got to be a way to like make a chupacabras. Because if there's only one chupacabras, I mean, the only way who can, the only person who can get away with that or the only cryptid that can get away with that is Bigfoot. You know? It, yeah, it, you gotta you gotta be able to make more. That's got to be part of the scary stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, the there's a good there's a good Bigfoot movie out there. What's it called? I mean, it's really good. It's called Savage. I thought you were gonna say Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> no, 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 I used no. to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> the movie and the series. <laughs> the series. Yeah, there was a there was a series of Harry and the Hendersons. So go back to Savage though. Well, how is Savage scary? It's scary, dude. It's like crazy. It's like Bigfoot. Bigfoot is like it's a tribe. Oh, they're they're hunter. They're hunters, huh. and they don't. And they're very very territorial. They don't. They don't want nobody going into the woods. That's and I mean, it's, it's a, and it's crazy because you think, oh, it's Bigfoot. He's a savage animal. No, they. They make them. They make max for themselves. And they hunt with like arrows and axes. But they're 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 creatures, though, right? They're bigfoots, yeah. They're okay. bigfoots. Hmm. So I was like, is like considered like a missing link? Really oh yeah, that's good. interesting. How could we make the chupacabra scary? Again? Well, get rid of this mangy dog theory. That's one thing. <laughs> wings again. Yeah. You want him to go back to a bat? I want him to be a bat again. I don't want this mangy dog <laughs> thing. Oh, if you want to, if you want to merge it with the dog thing, then yeah, sure. But give him wings. He's got to be able to fly. Because that was part oh. of the, that was part of the sta- the scariness of this fucking thing. You Dude, know? I got an idea. Was that one? Like, let's say the scenario would be that the chupacabras are an ancient race of bat that the Aztecs trapped. And when they opened up one of the Aztec temples, they were let loose. And it was like considered like a plague. Well, they, whatever they flew over, they killed. Uh, that's pretty cool, actually. But instead of the Aztecs, you should do it with like Puerto Rican tribes, like the Tainos oh, or the something. Tainos. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So keep it Puerto sense. Rican origin. Yeah. And yeah. Tainos don't get enough representation when it comes to like this kind of stuff anyway. 
Right. Yeah. That's it. We gotta make this movie, man. <laughs> we gotta pitch. We gotta pitch this shit, man. Yeah, straight yeah. up. I'm, I'm, all I want to be is victim number eight, the one they kill running away, <laughs> the fat boy. I'll be I fall down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I could be Ooh. drunk. It takes like uh, seven of them to eat me and shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like to be like drunk uh, homeless victim number two. Like, you know, just uh, <laughs> don't even have to be. A I want to be. I want to be the fat frat boy that gets killed running down the street. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the stupid. There's always either a guy or a girl that's really into whatever the monster is and is convinced that they're good and not actually out you're to the, hurt us. You're the, the fanboy scientist. Is that what yeah, it is? That's yeah. exactly what it would be. And I'm going to be the one that ends up opening whatever portal or whatever brings it back. <laughs> no, there you go. They just need a hug. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then, I, then I get killed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's always that guy. One victim number you, you'll one. You'll be, you, be victim number one. There you go. Yeah, the 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 one to blame too. Like the yeah, <laughs> that's a great that's a great role. <laughs> Shit, I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one I remember the most is. Do you remember um, Independence Day? There was that one dancer that was convinced that the aliens were coming to help us, and she like goes up to the top oh. of the what is it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She holds the up the State sign building or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We love you, and then she gets like fucking blasted, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That, and that would and that would so be me because I'm yeah. like obsessed with aliens and stuff. <laughs> but I'm terrified of them. I'm like really mm-hmm. scared of them. So maybe that wouldn't be me. Yeah, mm. that's fantastic, dude. You know the the other thing you could. I mean, there's a couple of different ways, right? Like uh, portals. Uh, you could use science. Uh, apparently, uh, there's a satanic cult kind of. Um, wrapped around up in, up, up in this as well i've heard about that yeah, yeah satanic so, like somehow like the chupacabras is worshipped by some kind of satanic cult like it's a demon supposedly like, it's a demon yeah so mm-hmm. maybe 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 there's a little bit of that uh i don't know we we can we can figure out a couple different ways of how to bring the chupacabras into into uh, a more popular lore uh, when, you, when you talk to, when you talk to uh, rick gavel Hey, there man, you go. Man, you want to make a want to make a movie of a chupacabra? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know the other one, because there's like there's chupacabra like folklore stories around the world for different cryptids mm. and uh, like reptile kind of looking monsters is really common. And in those mm-hmm. stories, they always come out of like underground caves and stuff. Oh, so you could always do something like that. A little bit of like uh, like Godzilla versus um, King Kong, where they have their own world underground. Exactly, and you can mix like in the, like a um, like a cicada kind of thing to it, where they wake up every fifteen years. Oh, and that would explain why we haven't heard anything since like the nineties about it. That makes sense too, because it's like every few years it pops up again, right? So it's mm. there's there's some bullshit in nineteen seventy five, then nineteen ninety five. Yeah. So when would be the next? Like every twenty years. Every twenty years. Every twenty years. It took a break in twenty fifteen. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the pandemic, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it could be like that's when its feeding cycle begins. Did did it take a break or did it not? Yeah. I mean, see, we. I mean, the bat came like caused COVID. Maybe. Oh my God. About us. Oh, Bro, that'd be so fucked up. It might be too soon to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> too soon? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, the chupacabras caused COVID. <laughs> yep. 
here. You heard it here first. Okay? You heard it here first. The chupacabras <laughs> made COVID. This is why. They, oh, yeah. It wasn't in Wuhan. It was chupacabras. <laughs> Puerto Rico. Okay. <laughs> Wuhan. Someone in Wuhan abducted a chupacabras, started experimenting, and that's where we got COVID from. Yes, mm. we're going, going back to the well, science. I, 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 I oh, think yeah. there's oh, a. God, I think there's a. <laughs> there is a chupacabra in the Philippines, but this was in China. Well, I guess China. Right, but well, I'm not. I, I'm not going there. But there's, <laughs> where, <laughs> smart. Look at there's that. like yeah, different. I was like out of the Matrix, like, man. You saw it. Saw it coming, like. He was doing bullet to avoid controversy. Nice. I might not have to edit this one. This would be fantastic. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It only took 100 episodes. 100 and some episodes. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but they're saying that there's there was one. There's, there's been sightings in the Philippines where um, a chupacabra type creature has been caught. Has been spotted killing like sheep and and livestock so i mean apparently it's not just in puerto rico it's all around the world there's a, there's a certain type of creature that is like supposedly it's that type of creature that's all over the world yeah why we haven't seen it who knows maybe when there's been sightings in in india and it there's been sightings in the philippines there's also been sightings in russia Really? Rendon, yeah, Rendon corpse. They've been finding corpses yeah. of, of animals. You know, so it's like, it's it's not just a, a Latin thing or an American thing. It's all over the world. There's different types. For, like, for all we know, there's like, it could be a whole different species. You know, and this is me just going off the head or, or I just had so much to drink. Either way. <laughs> it's, um, it's, a, it's a cryptid thing. I I you know? I remember I was so concerned about chupacabras when I was a kid in the nineties. Like, oh, I swear to God, man. Like I had like a plan in my head in case I ran into one. Like that's how, uh, like, wait, 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 I got to hear this. What's the plan? I got to hear this. What's the plan? <laughs> What's the plan? If you, you ever run chupacabras? into a chupacabra, I got to hear this. You should never have started that sentence like that. I got to hear this. Dude. Like my plan was to try and run away holding my neck so when I can't bite my neck and drink my blood and then I was going to hide in like a dark corner and then hit it in the head. That was my whole plan. So you're going to Flintstone it. That's what it is. Oh, dude. That's not a bad like, plan. I mean, you're a kid. You don't have a gun. You don't know how to handle a knife. No, that's true. That's yeah, true. man. I was like nine years old or ten years old. If I was ten, actually, I should have done better. That's actually kind of... <laughs> Nah, dude. I think that's that's uh, that sounds about right. I think I that's what my tag it like a like a baseball bat in my head. That's all I kept picturing. I was gonna hit it with a baseball bat, but it was like one of those things, you know, like uh, like quicksand had a moment in the '90s where we all were oh, very yeah. concerned about quicksand and how to get out. Like, don't yeah. move too fast. You got to do it slow. And <laughs> it's like we all had a plan for quicksand, and it never fucking happened. <laughs> it just went away somehow. Quicksand was cured. <laughs> I can imagine the uproar in the cities. We, we gotta watch out for quicksand. Oh my god, man! He's he's not Say wrong. Some... I was worried about quicksand. I was. Yeah. I blame TV though, man, because in TV, in TV during during the eighties and stuff, 
That's how the fucking good guy always got stuck. He ended up in all the quicksand. time, all the time. Transformers, fucking MacGyver, everybody. Yeah, live action stuff. And someone yeah. has to like throw a stick and pull them out or whatever. G.I. Joe. Like, yeah, I remember. I remember G.I. Joe. Like, G.I. Joe. Only their mouth and nose is still left like above the sand <laughs> and they they barely get pulled out just in time. Yeah, I was I was like afraid every single yeah, every time it was like wet out and I didn't realize, oh shit, I lost my shoe, it's quicksand. Oh no, you know? Yeah, dude. dude. Seriously, seriously, I was like, it's quicksand. <laughs> quicksand. <laughs> the things I was scared of when I was a no kid. No wonder you didn't want to leave the house when it rained. Oh bro. Bro, look, and I Edgar knows you did too, Primo. I grew up in a really shitty neighborhood. There's drive-bys uh-huh. all the time. Yep. I had plenty of real things to actually be scared of. Instead, the things I was terrified of was chupacabras, quicksand, and getting abducted <laughs> by aliens. Those three things were like my three biggest fears that I was worried about on a daily basis. Okay, so the things I was worried about when I was a little kid was dogs, el cucuy, and yeah. uh, what else? And and just ghosts. I didn't you know? know you were scared of dogs. I'm, I'm. Oh, he's, he was terrified. I'm still scared of dogs. You're uh, a big dude. What is a dog gonna do to you, dude? Well, he I, wasn't a big dude like back kicking. then. I, I, yeah. You see, that's what everybody says. Like, I remember like telling this to a friend of mine. He was just like, "Dude, just tight kick the fucking dog." And I'm like, "No, bro, don't bite me." <laughs> no, you know what? It's true though. Like, if it's like a pit bull or something, no matter how big you are, it's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. Mm. There's it's plenty bad. of stories where like there's like one story out there where this like badass little kid uh, saw that uh, pit bull like was chasing his sister and he jumped on the dog and fucking held yeah. on to the dog and choked the dog out. It was <laughs> dude, uh, he's a badass little kid. It was a couple months ago. Someone as a joke, I think on TikTok made it up that like if you're ever getting attacked by a dog, the way you make it stop is you stick it, your finger in its ass. <laughs> <laughs> and like it makes the dog release its grip like it freaks the dog out and they stop attacking you but it was all made up and yeah. then someone actually did it and it worked so it, turned out it, was all true. it it just yeah. doesn't work on dogs okay <laughs> oh primo you want to tell us more no no I mean, i'm just saying it's just common sense if you get something you're gonna let go okay dude. <laughs> dog human alien doesn't matter it's like shit hold up hold up that's an exit see, that's only motherfucker. You, see, <laughs> yeah. you see that's that's how it is you yeah. were scared of aliens because you thought they were going to probe you through the ass that's yeah. what it was <laughs> oh that's, that's so true <laughs> no i don't know what it, like i don't remember being afraid of aliens I, I may have been but i was really afraid of ghosts i was afraid oh dude i was afraid of my uh sister's dolls oh yeah dude our family had a bunch of really creepy ass dolls. There was a bunch of creepy ones at your house specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I ever told you this story. Primo, I no. think you know this story, but like, oh, sure. Well. But like, uh, like one night I was like sitting around drawing and shit and it got to be pretty late. I was a little guy. It must've been like, I don't know, nine. And so, you know, it's late. I decide, Oh, you know, it's time for me to go to bed. I get up, I turn off all the lights, but you know, we lived in a two flat. We're on the second floor. So I go to the kitchen, turn off the lights. And because of the house, the, the, the apartment building that we lived in had an open lot next to us. The street light came right in through the kitchen and shined into, uh, right into the bedroom that I was in that I shared with my sister. She had her own bed. I had my bed. And so then 
I turn off all the lights. I turn around. The light's shining on one of her dolls. And I kid you not, that doll turned around and looked at me. <laughs> it was one of those dolls that had the eyes open. And yeah. when you lay it down, it closes. You know, it was one of those like realistic looking dolls. And I remember looking at it and thinking like, why is that fucking doll's eyes open? They should be closed. It's, it's laying down. And then that's when it turned around and looked at me. And I couldn't, and I was a little guy. I, I couldn't scream. I couldn't yell. I couldn't move. So all you I froze. Could, I froze. And all I can get myself to do was slowly walk my ass over to my mother's room where my, dad, where my mother and dad were. And I walked in there and I said, Mom. I said, Mom. And it was like me going, ah, ah, you know, like I couldn't get. Finally, I was like, mom. And so she's like, wakes up and she's like, get this cabron. You know, she's like, what do you want? And I said, I just saw, you know, my sister's dolls move. And she's like, what? And I told her, like, I told her the whole thing. So next day, this is funny. Next day, uh, you know, I end up sleeping in like the living room that's adjacent to their room. And the next day she gets up gets all my sister's dolls, throws them in a giant tin and burns them all. What? Yes. Yeah. I, I was not expecting this part of the story. She mm-hmm. burned my sister's dolls because she was convinced that they, they were moving. And so she wanted to burn them so that the evil spirits would get away from the house. So then uh, get this. So then my sister comes home because <laughs> my sister was sleeping. I think at your house, primo yeah she was staying at our house and i had come over the day after oh so you came witness, over i witnessed that you know the old vanera yeah the, the, you know great grandma used to use the wash yeah. her laundry in yes Who in the middle the of the use? yard yeah go ahead <laughs> in the middle of the, in the yard and all i can see is smoke black smoke. coming out of there black smoke so then Man, my my sister my aunt Go ahead. And so my sister comes home, sees this, doesn't know why my sister, my mom is doing this. Mm-hmm. And, and oh this, my God. this ruined their relationship forever. I mean, they still have some kind of weird contentious relationship over this. This started because of this. So wow. then she sees this. She thinks her mother hates her because she took all her dolls and burns them. She asks, what's going on? Why are you burning my dolls? My mom doesn't explain it to her because she's too embarrassed to explain what has happened. <laughs> so she tells her get away from here you know and, and she's she's asking what's going on and she's like i don't have to tell you anything get out get out of here and so she's burning these dolls black smoke is coming the evil is leaving because there's she's burning cotton and rubber right <laughs> and so then like all this black smoke is coming out our puerto rican neighbor comes out sees my mom who, this woman she was not very nice to us she didn't like us um because we're crazy Uh, so she comes out she sees the black smoke and all this stuff going on in the backyard tell calls my mama bruja and then like runs away and she was afraid of us ever since but then like you know silver lining silver lining yeah (laughs) she was like you know don't like she told their kids don't hang out with them they're fucking brujos and shit or like fucking with you know whatever you know and so yeah um that was that was one crazy fucking night, you know. And uh, 
I'm glad that it was 10 minutes into that story of your mom burning dolls because you told her they move, uh, that you needed to preface that people thought you were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the neighbors, believe it or not, thought we were crazy. I think, I think so. I don't know why. It's just it's like, I mean, doesn't everybody burn evil dolls in their yard? I mean, unrelated. <laughs> also, how much money do you think your sister has spent explaining that story to therapists over the last three decades now? I, I think there has not been any therapy, uh, at all uh and that, that either situation is not god better be I, I still got i got more okay questions. all you need to do all you need to do is buy her a fabled fable doll and you'll be fine yeah just tell your mom to do that about that the fable from american me you know was that all was that that was american, american me, right? me. it's not american me it's it american was a, tale. an american tale there you go american tale american me is it's it, totally it, something different it's, yeah. it's with uh eduardo what's his name edward james Edward James almost. That's a completely yes. different, different movie, brother. That's a different, <laughs> different way of coming into their country. Okay, that's a different experience, <laughs> different American experience there, bud. Dude, you. <laughs> there are so many interesting stories involving your mom. <laughs> this is this is the most. This is the craziest one that I've heard. This one is crazy. Yes, this is this is so over the top. <laughs> Two, my my quite was was your dad home when this happened and if he was was he aware of what was happening my dad oh that home. man was pissed <laughs> I, I don't i bet no i don't remember my dad at all in this story my dad was in the room when i told him this stuff and he was also like yeah go ahead and sleep on the sofa but he didn't okay. but i don't remember him like agreeing <laughs> Or disagreeing with any of this, I'm not saying that he was. A sen- I, I'm not saying that he was a sensible, smart person, or he was like a crazy into this whole situation. I just don't remember what his take was. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Your I dad was. I can't see him being like, "Yeah, this is a good idea." I I don't think anybody would have been. Like, this is a good idea. <laughs> well, there was one person involved that thought it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I were holding the lighter. Well, here. <laughs> well, I had nothing to do. I, I mean, I'm a little kid. I had no idea how to get rid of evil spirits. I, I if you would have asked me, I would have just said holy water. You know, like, because I mean, when I went to Catholic school. I think that was the one thing that I had yeah. that I could say, hey, you know, just just shower them in holy water. Uh, I would have never thought fire. You know, I would have never thought fire. <laughs> Okay. Holy water cures all. Just throw it on there. Whatever. More, <laughs> more follow-up questions. Uh, for Edgar, to get he in your to, mindset, dude. He needs to know. I need to know, man. Okay. As a kid, yeah. when you saw your sister's reaction, did you feel guilty? Like, did you feel bad about what just happened? Dude, I didn't oh. even know my sister had this reaction. Oh, okay. I was completely oblivious to this conversation that my sister had with my mother until like, I don't know, 10 years ago. Oh, okay. So like I was already in my late thirties when I found out that she had a discussion with her and my mother said, get away, get out of here. I'm not going to, I don't have to tell you anything. Oh my God. Okay. So (laughs) when this was happening, were you like cheering your mom on? Like, yeah, mom, this is what we need. Like she's protecting (laughs) me right now. Uh, (laughs) I don't remember. I think 
part of me was like, oh, shit, this is fucking nuts. I remember thinking, like, look at all that fucking black smoke. This is weird and scary. But I didn't think about like, yeah, mom, my mom's saving my life right now. <laughs> okay. I was just thinking like, this is nuts. And then I went and played some football or something with the kids in, in the neighborhood. Gotcha. Like literally so, just like that. Like, oh, this is scary. Um, this is weird. I'm going to go play football now. You know, like, as as a rational adult looking back on it. Yeah, it's it's clear that it was a very it was a very insane thing to do. Uh-huh. But does part of you feel like it's kind of sweet that your mom believed you that much that she was willing to do that. Well, we know who the favorite is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I don't know about that. Don't, you guys don't say that shit, man. Don't put that out there, man. <laughs> no, man. You guys owned a grocery store, and it was not named after Edgar. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It wasn't named after me. I was not the favorite. Who was named after? My brother. That's right. All right. Yeah. Oh, bro, um, I got to, I got to exit. I got to delete that now. <laughs> but, not, but no, dude, like, um, I don't remember cheering it on. I don't, I just, I do remember like reacting to it and being freaked out and then just going and doing little kid stuff. Mm. Um, I remember seeing my sister walking in, but that's it. Like, I don't remember her reaction. I don't remember seeing her cry or anything. I don't even remember her after that at that point of the day. Gotcha. So, um, wow. I have a quick doll story too, by the way. Go for it. Yes. Hopefully it's easier than mine. No, it's not that crazy. (laughs) We need a a palate uh, cleanser right now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Mine's wackier, I guess, but there's no adults involved. So it's not as crazy. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I got one point on this one. I think I was again, like 10 years old. And I, my mom like inherited dolls or something. I don't know where the hell they came from, but these like antique vintage dolls, which are like the creepiest ones, you know? And she put them out on display in the living room. I think it was like five of them. And they had like those like fancy dainty Victorian dresses and stuff. They look very creepy. Yeah. Our youngest sister, who was, I think, four years old at the time, told the rest of us. So it, Primo, I come from a family of four siblings. I'm the oldest yeah. and I got another, a little brother, a little sister, and then two little sisters. So the youngest one who's like four came up to us during playtime, I guess. I don't remember. And called the family meeting, I guess, because all four of us sat there and she told us that she saw the doll move, that it moved. Whoa. Yeah. And like, she saw it move and she got scared and then she hid behind a corner and then looked when the doll wasn't aware that she was still there. And then she saw it move again. And like at this point, we were already creeped out from that doll. Like all all four of us had already thought that specific doll was the creepiest of the bunch. So like this was strike three for that doll. Like we all heard it. No, we're like (laughs) we can't let this doll keep getting away with this. So then we hatched a plan. We were gonna wait for my mom to be gone, or off doing something else. I don't know. And as soon as she was gone we were going to sneak up behind the doll and put a bag over the doll and then grab it. And then there was a house further down the block that had a lower roof and we we're going to throw the doll onto the roof of that house and then run away. That was the plan, right? You're going to chuck it? Yeah, we were going to chuck it. It was the only roof that we were confident we were strong enough to throw the doll onto. And we didn't know where else to put the doll because we were scared if we put it in the garbage can, it would like crawl out in the middle of the night and get back in the house somehow. <laughs> but somehow we thought it couldn't get down from a roof yeah. so like 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, I think the plan was my sisters were going to distract my mom and me and my brother did this. So <laughs> this yeah. is a pretty elaborate plan for it was an elaborate plan, dude. This, this, this is a movie. This is fantastic. Yeah, this is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, but my sisters ended up not having to distract my mom. Now I remember my mom left. So it was all four of us. We did it. We put the bag over the doll. We grabbed it and then we ran down the block, all four of us. So <laughs> a line of four stupid kids, one of them <laughs> still practically a toddler struggling to keep up with us and i've got the doll like over my shoulder in the bag or whatever and we're running we get to the house and then both me and my brother like kind of swing the bag at the same time like you know back and forth and then we got momentum enough and we chucked it onto the roof and we threw it up there and then all four of us started screaming and then ran back down the block back to our house <laughs> and then we had like all these lies made up in case my mom ever noticed that doll was gone as to what happened. We weren't going to just tell her, oh, we threw it on the neighbor's roof. Uh, I don't really remember what our story was, like what our cover story of what happened to that doll. But anyway, we had we had a story set up. Anyway, like a couple of days went by and my mom did not notice the doll was gone. In fact, she never noticed the doll was gone. Or if she did, she never brought it up herself. So like a couple of days went by. And we started to feel guilty that we threw this haunted doll onto someone else's house. Like at this point, we were convinced that that doll was now haunting whatever family lived in that house. Oh, so then we got a jar. We got a jar and we went around the house and we found all the spare change and dollars laying around or whatever. And we stuck it in the jar and we sealed it up. And then on a piece of paper, we wrote, we're sorry and stuck it on the jar. And then we walked down to that house where the doll, where we threw the doll. And we rang the doorbell, left the jar on the door, and then we ran away screaming again. And that was our way of making amends to that family who we haunted with that doll. And like, so you were trying to pay it off. Yeah, That's dude. what it was. You were trying to pay it off. We were like, well, we can't be mad now because we left them a jar of change. And bro, this fa- it wasn't even like a family. It was a young couple living in that house. Like, I think it was their first house. And they were new. They were new to the neighborhood. Like, I think this was their first month living there. And, and you I don't curse them with a doll. Dude, I can't imagine what they're thinking. Like, they open the door. There's a jar with change that says sorry on it. In this neighborhood they just moved into. They must now the question, been- my question to you is: When you yeah. went back to give that change, was the doll yeah. still up there? Right. I don't know. Well, we couldn't see it. So, like, it was like one of those houses. It didn't have like a pitched roof. It was like a flat kind of roof thing. Oh, so, like, okay. We just threw it up there, and it, like you can't see it from the street. Oh, okay, okay. Wow, that's yeah. That makes that makes sense. That's okay. that's so. like fantastic story, dude. That's like a sandlot <laughs> creepy story, dude. You I haven't was- told that story in probably like 25 years so <laughs> that's dude, I, I wish i knew what the what the couple were thinking they were probably I do like, too man it's just this young couple it's probably their first home they ever bought and then they had to deal with that shit well i mean like so, well, someone just paid us off to move <laughs> <laughs> well i mean let's let's think about let's think about it like okay so like we got this young couple maybe mid-20s yeah right probably mm-hmm. around there so, so like these these kids or these this young couple they're hanging out one day the guy is probably like throwing out the trash or mowing the lawn or something he realizes there's a bag or something on the roof probably yeah it's up there pulls it down he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> probably took it threw it in the trash right or maybe if it was still in one piece he probably took it and i was like oh this is interesting i'll show it to my wife and then the wife probably takes it 
brings it into the house. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> so now the haunted doll is like hanging out there. Right. So now they got the haunted doll and uh, you know, who knows if they see that thing fucking move or not. But then, mm. you know, a few days later, they, someone rings the doorbell, they get down there and they open the door and there's like a fucking jar of change. And they're probably thinking, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I, there's no rational explanation for it like I mean, <laughs> it was a it was a, a jar of welcome to the neighborhood yeah i guess sorry so then like if i'm that guy i'm thinking okay somebody's apologizing for something yeah, right. I'm like, if it were me, I'd be thinking, okay, I'm gonna check the car, make sure there's no flat tires <laughs> or a broken window. I'm gonna check all the windows on the house. I'm gonna look to see, make sure that my like holes, my garden hose isn't missing or something. I'll probably check in everything, and then, ah, right. eh, I got, I guess I got some change for some coffee. You know, <laughs> you buy some tortillas. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I. It's probably. So weird. But then if like, let's say that fucking doll actually starts doing a little creepy shit in that house. Yeah. That can't be ruled out. Yeah. So now there's, now there's change and it just adds to the more creepy stuff. And who knows what they've been witnessing ever since they brought that fucking doll into the house. Assuming that they brought it. In. Oh shit. That's crazy. So this or, is the other thing I thought of. What if they saw us do it? They just saw a bunch of little kids throw a doll on their roof and then come back and leave a jar of change on their doorstep. <laughs> so at that point, the guy is probably like, oh, it's those fucking weird kids. Yeah, they, fucking left another, they left something else in the house now. What'd they leave? I don't know. A bunch of fucking change. Fucking <laughs> like, weird Mexican kids. Yeah, This was right. I mean, we were new to the neighborhood too. Like we're the only Mexican kids on this block. But so hold up with that though. You mm-hmm. are very, very, very fair skinned. You can play a Polish person yes. or you're right. a European person. So they probably don't even know that you're Mexican. They're probably just like these weird little white kids. Fair enough. Came to the house, left this weird <laughs> shit here. Now there's a, like this, there's some change with some candy stuck in it and a piece of gum. And a star, like you know, with with some mayonnaise still in it, you know, <laughs> like uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> probably say it's a Polish thing. You yeah. know? <laughs> well, well, who knows? <laughs> Got to make it racial, man. You always have to make. <laughs> hey, hey, you said it's he's a Polish neighborhood. I'm like, just no, saying that like, bad. the Eastern European, he could be European, he could pass for. Oh, I'm not political. I'm old, dude. I'm not politically correct. No. Nah. Okay. Uh, you know that that's why we don't do twitch <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I was gonna add so like i was critical of your mom for believing you and immediately burning all your sister's dolls but me and my siblings immediately believed the word of a four-year-old and then hatched this crazy scheme so <laughs> this shit runs in the family yeah well the thing is is that you were so organized about it you had a plan oh, dude, we thought it, it was out, like man. an a-team episode you know this is yeah. the plan you know? well, we're gonna, we, were, we were under the impression that we're gonna, my mom we're gonna really gag loved this doll <laughs> go ahead i'm we sorry were, well we were under the impression my mom really loved those stupid dolls so like we right. had to come up with this plan like to get the doll out of the house while my mom noticing and then it turned out she never noticed. And I think one day she just threw them all out later when we were wow. out there. Yeah. I don't know who gave them to her. That must have been a gift from someone. And she just kind of put them up in case that person ever visited or something. You know, you I know, don't know. Funny? back back then in those days, those those dolls were really popular. Like my yeah. mom had those mm-hmm. little trinkets, too, in the house. 
And I'll tell you right now, those fucking things never lasted. Not because they were evil or they were walking around like the other dolls in the house, but those little porcelain little things. Yeah, they break easy. They broke if you looked at them, you know, mm-hmm. like if we were little kids. We we're, you know, you're a little kid. You're like, you know, five to ten years old or whatever. You break shit. You break. Yeah. Shit. This is and they're shaped like toys and they're shaped like toys. They're like action figures. But they're not. They're like really fragile action figures, like yeah, super, super fragile action figures. <laughs> so of course, you know, like I'm going to take them. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my G.I. Joe and the G.I. Joe is going to save this little damsel in distress. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I got another one here. I'm going to get another G.I. Joe. This G.I. Joe's gonna, you know, and so like, that's what I did. You know, like the fucking porcelain dolls are broken all over the house. And my mom's wondering, like, what the fuck? You know, but oh, so I got a story. OK, so because, you know, our family's crazy. So uh, <laughs> someone in our family got a Ouija board. I think it was my, our aunt while she was living with, while she was still young enough to live with our grandfather. Right. So while she was living there, someone gave her a Ouija board. This, this person gave her the Ouija board because my aunt wanted to ask it questions. Right. She wanted to know if she could do, if she, someone, like there, she was going to be, you know, be rich or whatever, whatever stupid question she was asking, you know, her teenage self was thinking about at the time. So she gets this Ouija board and you know, some of the lore of a Ouija board, you're not supposed to fucking play with that thing by yourself. Right. Because otherwise uh, you're, you're too fragile, I guess, to man it by yourself. You can get possessed. Right. Is some of mm-hmm. the lore. And you're also just answering the question yourself. <laughs> was that (laughs) well if it's just you by yourself moving the thing around like yeah exactly right so she was she was messing with it and your mom was i i think it was my aunt okay i can't remember anymore it was so long ago and this is a story that someone else told me so uh but then this person was like you know asking the questions i think it was my aunt my aunt was asking the questions we'll just go with my aunt my aunt was asking the questions and she got freaked out because it told her something should know like when she's going to die or something, something creepy. Right. Sure. So then she was like, screw this shit. Right. So she folded it. She, she, she shut it down and threw it under the bed. Right. And, uh, she was like, Oh shit. You know, like I can't deal with that shit. Right. So, um, next thing, you know, the Ouija board, she wakes up in the morning. The Ouija board is in the middle of the room. And she's like, what the fuck? Right. So she gets creeped out, throws it in the closet. She turns around later that day or whatever. The Ouija board is in the middle of the room. Uh, She keeps doing stupid shit like this. She keeps getting it further and further away from the house and it keeps coming back. So she throws it in the trash. She does all this stuff. She hides it in the garage, keeps coming back and ending up in her room. And she is so freaked out by this at this point. She's like, "I, I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. And I guess she they they asked the woman that gave it to her or their friend. This is like I I this thing is freaking me out. It's scaring me. And like, what should I do with it? And she's like, you got to give it to someone that wants it. And she's like, well, I don't want it. And we're talking about the a real Ouija board, like wood with like mm-hmm. the crazy thing and all the letters. Not the ones made by Mattel. No, not the little cardboard <laughs> thing. Yeah. But I mean, according to lore, you can use anything and it can be a Ouija board. You can do it with a piece of paper and a quarter. And that's, that's a Ouija board. This is one of, is this one of our shared ants or yes. one of the ants on, Oh, 
Fuck, yeah, I've never of, heard any of this. This is one of our shared aunts. I uh, yes. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. It's not my mother. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's. But then, so then, um, our aunt finally like begged our the friend of the family to take the the Ouija board back. Mm-hmm. She took it back, but she didn't want it. Right. So, oh. So when you take something, when you take the Ouija board and you don't want it, it ends up back with the person who originally had it. So it ends up back with my aunt. So she, the friend, the friend takes it, she goes home. And then next day, next day in the morning, fucking Ouija board is hanging out in the room. Dude. Yeah. So this is a story. I got to talk to her. Yeah. I got to talk to her about this. Go ahead. Ask her, (laughs) ask her and tell her that I was told by my mother. It'd be great. Were we, was I alive when this happened? This was, I don't even think I, I, I don't even think I was alive. Oh, okay. All right. All right. This is a this is a story. But you know what? I don't know if you I don't know if you can even ask without causing trouble. Probably not. (laughs) I won't. I was actually gonna ask her daughter, but oh she probably doesn't even know about it. Well, yeah, like I supposedly it this happened. Okay. So then eventually you see, I could probably ask my godmother because my godmother was the person who owned this thing. Oh yeah, you should. Maybe I'll ask Mm. her. Cause that this is a crazy story. Yeah. So then my, my, eventually my aunt freaks out and begs my godmother to take it for real. And so my godmother puts it in her head that she wants it and she takes it back and, and willingly takes it back rather than being forced to take it back. And the Ouija board stayed with her after that. Now, what happened to the Ouija board after that? I don't know. I would like to know the truth. Like, where did this story come from? Why do I have this story? <laughs> what if everyone involved denies it? They're like, no, that never happened. Yeah, that would be fucking <laughs> talking <nothing>. about. <laughs> that would be that would suck so bad because this is one of my favorite stories that my mother told me. I don't know, man. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Did your mom tell you that story while she was burning the doll? <laughs> <laughs> hey, son, I got some more shit to scare you with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> Yeah, dude. Wow. A uh, lot of shit going on there. We, we've ended up telling more stories than uh, uh, than I thought we would. We spent more time on, you know, telling stories than we than we did about cryptids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the cryptid part might be the shorty. <laughs> dude. Oh my God. Now my cousin dad did the same thing with superstitions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We could do we could do uh a full cryptid episode and each one of us could come with our own favorite cryptid mm-hmm. and just talk about it. We could do like a four man pod. If you want get Dan on here too. That would be crazy. Cause what ends up mm-hmm. happening is that that's when it just becomes nuts. It just, yeah. it just, just it, people just talking over each other and just fucking mania. but they're usually yeah, pretty fun. Dude. No, no. Yep. Four is the max. Okay. Well, if we do that, I call Moth man. That's got mine down. <laughs> I got everything I want to say about it. Well, I mean, you could talk about Moth- Mothman right now if you want. I know you're ready for it. Yeah. Well, are you sure you don't want to do that episode? Because then I could just save it for that. It's up to you. You can you can talk about Mothman right now, and then we can uh, 
uh, you I can come you, up with another cryptid. You can come up with another cryptid. Yeah. I can just talk about aliens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. But again, I got to step away for a sec. For some reason, my phone is blowing up. So okay. I got to call someone back real quick. All right, All right go right. for it. I'll be right back. Cool. All right. No problem. Dude, that is a crazy story with the Ouija board, bro. Yeah. I can't remember who told me that shit. Hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it was my mother. But then why would my mother tell me that story? And I was a little guy, too. Wow. It's like the you not cutting your toenails on fucking Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> this might be one of those things. It's just like, ah, shut up. Get out of here. I got a story for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go away. Go be scared someplace else. You're like, oh, my mother. Right. Scary shit. <laughs> well, I never got anything like that crazy with me. Dude, you never had scary stories in your hood? Or growing I, up? I, I had scary stories in like, I've always been weird, you know that. And it's like, well, my I think thing the whole was family like, is weird, man. <laughs> yeah, well, but it's like, I would see shit. That was my thing. Always seeing shit. You know, I, at the corner of my eye, I see something move and I freak out. I'm like, what the fuck? What the hell's that? That's, that, that explains why I sleep with a knife, but you know, but it's oh, like, yeah, you know, you've had like but the thing terrors? is, not night terrors. I would like see shit, like literally would my, you know how your eyes adapt to the darkness. Yeah. And it's like, for me, it's like, I would see something for an instant. And like, at one point, uh, I remember this when I was a little kid, for sure. I had a night terror. I can tell you this right now. I was like, you know how we were we were all like living in one floor, five kids and four kids and the parents and we had a grandmother and then you know everyone living upstairs. And I live in I was sleeping in the living room. And for some reason I woke up, it was the bathroom. And as I turn around to go back to bed, I see something. Like just standing over over the bed. And I adjust my eyes and it disappears. And I'm like, shit. Well, I'm like, what is that? So I I panic, turn around, and I look back, and there it is again. And I run into great grandma's room and I and I stayed there. I slept with her because I was so scared that there was something there. And my my when I told my great grandmother that, she actually yeah because she said she thought that was something crazy and i was like i was like oh god i swear to god if i ever buy a house i'm gonna have someone come over the house and bless it like i'm supposed to you know but like that was one of my things where i always see shit you know and, I, and you know about when i when i almost um yeah. got really sick i started seeing shit yeah you know, and I, and I was like, I said, are you the one? And at one point I was thinking, man, this is the motherfucker that's been around for like years. Just, just watching around, me. Just waiting. Yeah. yeah but that meant, I mean, nothing bad. He just stared at me or just stand over me. And I used to hate that shit. I was like, it's freaking me out. It was one of those crazy stories. I mean, it's happened before uh-huh. where I do, where I do freak out and I look at it and I'll throw something at it. And to this day, I do that shit. You throw shit at the fucking. I throw shit. Yeah, I try not to hit the TV, but (laughs) I do throw something. You know, 
So, uh, but it's a, it's a, it's just a constant vision that I keep having. So like what you were saying with like great grandma blessing stuff. So mm -hmm. great grandma on, on you and my side, not on Lechuga's side, but on your, yours and my side, great grandma was, uh, an indigena. She was of native blood yeah. of native American blood. So she, she still, she got, I guess I want to say from what I understand, and you can correct me if you know better. But my understanding mm -hmm. is she was part of a tribe at one point and she got abducted and forced to marry somebody and she had some kids and our grandma was one of those kids that she had. Yeah. But also like she still remembers some of the traditions that she had when as growing up as, as someone from indigenous blood, you know, or right. tribe in Mexico. So now uh, caveman, your brother told me, that when you guys bought that house out over by, you know, like, uh, on the, on the Southwest side, caveman told me when you guys bought that house, that our great grandma went to that house, felt something in the house, told everybody, don't go there. Hold up. Wait. And then mm -hmm. she, she demanded caveman take her first. And she came with a whole bunch of stuff. And she had like, she was blessing the house. She was, she had like some shit burning that she was burning, like sage or something. I don't know what. And she had taken a branch, some kind of special branch. And she was like going around, blessing the house, doing some weird stuff. Some, you know, some, some Santeria, or I don't know what the hell she was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, some curandera stuff. And, and she, she blessed the house, but she had like all this like knowledge from back then. You know, and so, uh, right. but she, you know, and caveman told me, he was like, yeah, man, she was like, uh, she felt something and she absolutely demanded to be there and to clean the house, to do a spiritual cleaning of the house. Right. So I don't know what it is, but also like my mother was telling me that when she grew up in, you know, in the little Pueblo in Mexico, and this is wacky to me, man, but like she told me that everybody knows how to do some of that magic stuff. Like it's just common knowledge. And I'm like, what? He says like, yeah, everybody knows how to, you know, do an egg wash and all that stuff. I'm like, what really? This is like, yeah, everybody knows. Everybody knows this. This is all the stuff that you learn. And I'm like, wait a minute. You, did you go to Hogwarts in Mexico? Like, what <laughs> the fuck is this? Like, I didn't know this. It's like, yeah, everybody knows. Right. And she would, and she was telling me that sometimes when she would go to parties at night and, and this is the other thing too, is just like, wow, mom, what the hell are you doing? But you know, like when she was like 16 or whatever, 15 years old, going to parties, she was coming home at night and she said that she would see witches flying over her, teasing them and shit. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, there was like witches and they were like, you know, they would, you know, say shit to us. And then we would like curse them and we would run away. I'm like, you know, so like I'm thinking, I'm sorry. all I could think about is, is like whatever shit you were drinking or smoking at that party was some good shit, you know? Mm. Um, a buddy of mine told me the same type of story In, about Mexico, about Mexico. Yeah, he's um, he's a friend of mine. He's a co-worker. He he tells me stories and I like and when he told me that story, I said, like, hey, man. My cousin told me that story that has my, her mom used to do that. He goes, no, that shit is real. You just use your own real name. You just doxed yourself, bro. 
Oh man. All right, fine. Again, got me out of there. So, (laughs) (laughs) so he told me that he, they like in his little Pueblo, there was only one guy who had a VCR. That's okay. And that they would run to the next town to rent a movie. And then that, that day would be like, it would be movie night for everybody for the whole, for the whole town. And then each one had to pay like, five bucks or something. And it came with a popcorn and a Coke. Oh shit. Okay. You know, and they would, they would, they would have a small little, and he's like, I'm fucking dummy. Um, <laughs> he tells me that it's a primo. He says, primo is like, it's a 13 inch TV. Okay. <laughs> and we're all there. The, the whole town is there watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and sometimes we were like tripping because it was a horror movie, you know, and they would run home in groups because they would hear the heckling from above. Oh, wow. And I'm like, are you serious? He's like, no, it's serious. He's like, you would hear them laughing in the background saying, oh, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to eat this one. What the fuck? And they would run in groups to go home. And he goes, and me being the farthest one from the from the town, I would he says I would sprint that last mile, dude. And not, he said he would run covering his ears. My mom told me the same Running. thing. My mom told you me know? the same shit that she would run home and that they would be saying shit to them. They would be yelling at them, yeah. and these witches would be like screaming shit down at them as they're running mm-hmm. home to to their mm-hmm. houses after the party. Yeah. He 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 did it. He did it one time. He said he was at a dance that his his mom made. Like it was back in the nineties where MC Hammer was big. <laughs> so her his mom was the only one who knew how to make those parachute pants. Okay, <laughs> that. So he would go to the parties and sell these pants, but he hated staying there because he he lived farthest from the town. Uh huh. He would hear the he would hear the stuff in the background, so he would try to leave early. But then all the girls were like, "Hey, stay, dance, blah blah blah." Uh-huh. And he was like, and "He, you know, being a young kid, he said like, she just did it." Yeah. But man, he dreaded that walk home. He was like, "I had to run home," and he goes to this day. He says they still hear. There's stories of that of those witches. So, um, a friend of mine told me a story about some witches, right? Uh, mm-hmm. so like, I don't know if this guy was full of shit cause this guy, he was a wacky kind of fucking guy. Like, uh, mm-hmm. at one point, yes, you guys, you guys know uh, my parents had a grocery store, mm-hmm. and, but this guy, he was, he was a butcher at the grocery store and he was, you know, Mexican, Mexican, you know? And, uh, this cat told me this story. He said that, uh, one time him and his homies, they were, you know, going home and that there was this bird flying over him talking shit to it to them and whistling right. stuff right and so then they would whistle back at it right like and what that and for mexicans mexicans we all know that that means chinga tu madre which means go fuck your mother all right <laughs> and so you go you know and then the bird would back right back at you and he, they, they just keep going and doing this and the bird kept fucking saying shit to it right and so these guys are little guys, you know, little vulgar little mm-hmm. guys. I don't know, 15, 13, who knows how old they are. 
And so they, you know, they're basically having a verbal fight or whistle fight with, with some bird. So then one of them takes a rock and throws it mm-hmm. at the bird. It, it's an owl, by the way, from, from what they're telling me. So they hit the bird and the bird falls out of the sky, hits the ground and starts morphing. It starts changing mm. from a, from a person to a bird, to a person, to a bird. And it's like one leg, one wing, one arm, a, a, a claw, etc. And it just, it's like messed up. And it was like glitching out kind of in like a magic way until finally, like, and they saw this when the bird hit the ground, it was just like kicking up a lot of dust and like making this weird shapes and stuff. So they saw this and then they took off and ran because they were freaked out because then they realized <laughs> that was a lechusa. Now a lechusa is a, a, a witch that shapeshifts into an owl. And mm. apparently that's, that's what they said, but not my story, but I mean, I've been telling nothing but crazy stories. So I figured I'd throw that one in. <laughs> you know what I took from that story? Was that you're really good at whistling and I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's, it's a Mexican thing that uh, comes from our uh, indigenous backgrounds when we used to like, Back in the day, whistle across the mountains. I can't whistle at all, man. That whatever that was passed right over me. You were beating blood, man. No, it's <laughs> true. So, um, what was going on, man? You everything okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just got a bunch of stuff up in the air and all of it, like people calling in about it. So no. that's fine. Okay, cool. So, yeah. did you want to do the? the whatchamacallit the uh the mothman, mothman thing yeah all right i'll do it cool you're we're gonna keep all that witch stuff right yeah okay oh, yeah. i don't Tomorrow. have any witch stuff to add but yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we're gonna edit this one this one's gonna be like i just say let's call it a halloween special just like a halloween episode yeah. monsters yeah. and scary stories Monster, Part one. But we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> call it we'll call it we'll call it um witches monsters and cryptid oh my Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> part one, though, because then we're going to do more. But there you go. We'll say, we'll put it in Spanish, you know, parte do, parte uno. Parte. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> parte. Yeah. Parte uno. So uh, hit us with the Mothman. Okay. The Mothman. Unlike the Chupacabras, the Mothman has been very well covered in pop culture and in folklore and all sorts of shit. Like, uh, Real quick, because I don't really want to go over like the whole history of the Mothman. I'm more uh, interested in the more recent stuff. But like uh, the first sightings of the Mothman were in the mid 60s, back in 1966 in uh, Point Pleasant. Um, Was that West Virginia? Yeah. So like for a few months between 1966 to 1967, there was a bunch of sightings of the Mothman. And it was like so odd that people that people were seeing this, that it was actually being reported in the newspaper at the time. So it's not even like one of those things where it's like just a bunch of hearsay and like rumors in the townsfolk, like reporters were reporting on it. Apparently the police were called various times to come investigate. Cause this Mothman creature was landing on people's cars, on their house, flying over them as they were driving, Jesus like doing really menacing things. Yeah. There's like a whole movie about it and it's actually good. You should watch it. 
scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was the whole thing. In fact, if you go back to that town now, they have a Mothman statue in the middle of the town square. Are you serious? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mothman. Dude, the Mothman statue is dope, bro. Yeah, are you looking at it? It's like fucking chrome. Yeah, it's all metal and shit. It's shiny. Yeah, because moth, because moth like shiny stuff. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually a great point. <laughs> <laughs> it all, it's all coming together now. <laughs> all right, so the Mothman is supposed to be between like six to eight feet tall. Jesus, the body of a man, but it's like furry. So kind of just imagine kind of like Bigfoot, but then it has wings Mm -hmm. and the wings are described two different ways. Some people say the wings look more like an owl, like an owl's wings. And some people say they look like bat wings. And then the Mothman and all the reported sightings has bright glowing eyes. Some people say they're red. Some people say they're green. It's more common that people claim that they're red and they're super bright, so bright that you can't really see the Mothman's face. Because Mothman only comes out at night. So it's like these two bright, like high beams at you. So you can't really see, make out the body and the face too much. But what people have noticed over time is these Mothman sightings happen. And they seem to coincide to right before something awful happens in that town. So like in that town, specifically, a bridge ended up collapsing right around the time when all these Mothman sightings started happening. And it's happened in other towns. Like there's been, um, I forgot what town, but there was like a nuclear reactor meltdown. And it turned out people like the month before had claimed to have seen the Mothman, all sorts of stuff like that. Dude, you're giving me chills, man. Yeah, dude. It's there's, oh dude, like the folklore around the Mothman is fucking crazy. There's sightings. There's people that uh, claim like if you track Mothman sightings, you'll notice that there will be UFO sightings soon thereafter, that kind of stuff. There's people that think the Mothman might be a time traveler or kind of like a time tourist, like an interdimensional time tourist that likes to like visit places and see them before a disaster happens. Um, Because it seems like the Mothman doesn't really attack people. It's not aggressive in that way. Uh, but everyone that has seen the Mothman claims that they felt like this sense of doom come on to them before they even saw the Mothman there. Like they just felt like a ton of dread and they felt cold and like this foreboding feeling of like really negative, just doom. And then soon after they saw the Mothman. Um, yeah. Oh, Primo, you're looking at photos. Oh, yeah. See, I'm trying to find a Mothman. Oh, so that one looks more like just a straight up giant moth. The other ones kind of look just kind of like, I don't know, like a big hairy man with yeah. big ass wings and big glowing eyes. Okay. Well, I did, I did find one though, but I don't know about uh, How's that one? <laughs> yeah. See, something like that. So <laughs> growing up, I didn't really, I didn't really care about the moth man. I didn't give a shit at all. And like I saw the movie when I was probably like in my twenties and I'm like, Oh, Whoa, that's creepy. And then I didn't think about it again. And then back in 2017 here in Chicago, uh, there started to be Mothman sightings. In fact, during that time, there was like 55 confirmed, well, purported sightings of the Mothman here in Chicago. And a bunch of them were centered around the North side of Chicago and like the Rogers park area. And at the time I was working in Rogers Park 
and I was working late. So like I was getting out of work like at two in the morning a lot. And all the sightings happened really late at night in that area. So like I got sucked in. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what if I see the Mothman? Like, so I started visiting like yeah. blogs, like these mm-hmm. Mothman blogs and like uh, weird like underground websites and stuff. And there's this guy who is famously like the Mothman like expert and he hunts down the Mothman. So like when these sightings start happening, he will travel to wherever it's happening and try to like track it down, interview people, like collect the data, all that stuff. So like I was following his stuff. And like I was telling you guys earlier, like a bunch of these sightings, the people got together and they created like a Google map version of the sighting. So you could keep track of where the sightings are happening. And I'm like, oh shit, that's cool. So like there was an option there to sync it. It just said sync maps. And I'm like, I don't even know what that does, but I clicked on it anyway. And what it did was it made it so that the Mothman sightings were permanently a feature on my Google maps at all times regardless of what I was trying to do. So like, and every time there was a Mothman sighting, I would get alerts on my phone. So I was getting these stupid alerts on my phone all the time at all hours. At all freaking hours. And then like, I would put in directions to something. And every time I would like be driving somewhere, it would show like, instead of red lights or something, you know how like on Google Maps, I'll tell you like, oh, red light camera or speed trap or whatever. Instead, I would get Mothman sightings and I would have like a little moth like <laughs> symbol on the thing. So I would constantly have to explain it to whoever was in the car with me. They'd be like, wait, what is that? Like, and I'm like, oh, okay. So there's this monster, right? And like, <laughs> dude, no, but like, the thing was, like, with the sightings here in Chicago, like, over and over, you noticed, like, the sightings were not by people that were into, like, cryptids or anything. Like, a lot of them were by people that didn't even know what the hell the Mothman was. Like, they're too young to, like, remember this shit that happened in the 70s, and they never watched the movie. They literally were like, yeah, this really giant freaking bird or something with, like, long legs flew over me and was kind of just hovering up there for a while. And it wouldn't go away and I could feel it staring at me. Like that's like the kind of descriptions you would see. Or people would be like that live downtown and like these high rises would be like, I was in my living room staring out the window and on the building next door, there was like the biggest owl I've ever seen in my entire life. Just standing there staring straight at this like direction. And then it flew off or people would be like, I could hear the wings flapping because the wings were that large. Like it's a very large, like, like a heavy sounding, you know, what really huge wings flap. Um, so like that kind of stuff. So it was like really compelling kind of sightings. And normally I'm, I'm a skeptic at heart. So like, I usually just like, yeah, that's foolish. Or I think every, like all this stuff is dumb, but like, I got sucked in, man. I was following like for a solid, like four month period, like summer and fall, I was so sucked into this and I was telling everyone I knew about it. Everyone must have thought like I lost my fucking mind. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. And then, and then it just stopped. It all just went away. Was there ever a, a, a catastrophe or anything that happened during that time? Not like anything huge that you could point to, like a skyscraper didn't fall or anything. Yeah. But there was like small stuff. Like I think there was an uptick in gang violence that year in Chicago. Huh. And there were like more murders or something. Um, but nothing like obvious, uh, people are like, 
this was like in the news so much at the time. Like, I'm kind of surprised you guys didn't hear too much about it. But like a psychologist in the University of Chicago did a study about it, about these sightings in 2017 and like interviewed people or whatever. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Nothing really came of it. And then everyone just kind of moved on. So mm. then uh, I, there's a Chicago Tribune article that is actually of that time. Uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was released uh, during uh, 2017, and it talks about the uh, Mothman. And apparently, yeah, it's citing a bunch of people talking about what they saw, and they saw a Mothman. Uh, Dude, read, read some of the descriptions. So I saw a large man, probably seven feet or taller, standing on the ground, according to an account. Um, it was solid black what really stood out were the large and I do mean large pair of wings that followed behind him. Uh, I felt like this thing could see right through me, read me. It knew what I was thinking. Like it could stare right into my very soul. I was the most terrified. I was the most terrified I had ever been in my life. Yeah. Wow. And almost everyone's descriptions sound the same like that and then people always like seem to add that feeling of like impending doom that just kind of penetrates your soul yeah fucking wild so you can say he was like sort of like uh um how can i say this like a um damn how do you say like a A harbinger of death or doom yeah like a harbinger you can say like a, a sign of things of bad things that happen yeah yes so, um, but this, he doesn't cause the harm himself. No, he's just like, like a warning. Yeah. You yeah, see exactly him like that. You see him and now, you know, something bad is about to happen. What the fuck? Why would he be hanging out in, in what is it? 20, uh, 2017, 17. Yeah. Anything, anything big happened that year? I mean, around there, Rogers park, I'm going to check it out. It was all like the sightings were the Rogers Park, Edgewater, uh, Wrigleyville, that kind of area. It was all on the north side. Uh, hey, isn't that the year the Cubs won? <laughs> no, I think when that 2016, 2017. <laughs> uh, floodwires hit record highs in the River North Chicago area. There's a tornado that happened in, in uh, February 28. Uh, natural disasters in Chicago, severe flooding, just some flooding, uh, but nothing, nothing that I remember was really awful. No, I mean it wasn't like the Great Fire, which happened a long time ago. Right. Yeah, there's no obvious thing you can just look at and be like, oh yeah, that was the disaster. Yeah, the name of the researcher, by the way, I just remembered. Uh, he has a he has a website. He's still tracking this stuff. Is Are you Lon, serious? Yeah, his name is Lon uh, Stick Strickler, L O N, Lon. Um, wait up, I just pulled him up, and then Strickler, S T R I C K L E R, and he's got a blog called the Phantoms and Monsters blog. And he's considered to be the leading authority on Mothman. So Stickler 
or Strickler is the guy that is uh, also, he's also kind of um, cited in this uh, Chicago Tribune article that I found. Oh, okay. So the name of the article, for those who are interested, it's called uh, Column, Chicago's Mothman Stories Are Good Paranormal Entertainment. So um, take that for what it's worth. But man, that's fucking crazy weird, man. It was really weird, man. It was... I remember like on the Chicago subreddit, everyone was talking about it for a little while. Huh. It was wild. And like one of the things was like people, <laughs> it was almost like the people that were submitting, like reporting these vi- the sightings were like embarrassed to be like, I saw it. Like, I know how crazy this is and how stupid it sounds. I swear to God, I went to college. Like, I'm, not some, <laughs> I'm not some kook. I wish I hadn't seen it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what I saw. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel when I see stuff. Um, so the movie that you're talking about, are you talking about the Richard Gere movie? Yes. Is it that, the Mothman Prophecies? Is that the Mothman? Yeah. In 2000. Oh, is that is that what that one? That's what it is. I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. There's it a holds Mothman Prophecies. It's good. Yeah. I, I, I've been wanting to watch that. I should probably watch that. There's a few Mothman Where's movies. Where is yeah, that one at? Uh, Mothman Who's playing Prophecies? that one. My Mothman Prophecies, Richard Gere's Mothman Prophecies. That it's on is, HBO for a while. I don't know now, though. Yeah, it's on Prime. No, only Prime has it, and you have to pay for it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody else has it. Sucks. In the original sightings back in the 60s, those are also some of the first reported sightings of the men in black. Uh, apparently, oh, yeah, a lot of the people that claim that or reported these sightings claim that afterwards, federal agents dressed in black suits came and visited them and interviewed them. Nice. So that, yeah. So that was the thing. Ooh, it might be. has been around. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow, dude. Woo. You just. Just give me the chills, bro. He's going to. He's gonna he's gonna sync his app to that so he can see the Mothman. Well, no, I'm gonna find out if you can still do that. I don't want to see the Mothman, <laughs> man. If we see the Mothman, that means something bad's gonna happen. That's true. You don't want to see yeah, the Mothman. I bet no, let's you, capture him. You didn't notice, man, but when your mom was burning those dolls, <laughs> the Mothman was there watching. <laughs> the Mothman was flying around. He's like, "Watch out! She's gonna burn some dolls." Yeah. Oh, see, his flapping of his wings was move the dolls. That's what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He's lucky my mother didn't see him. He, she burned his ass too. <laughs> now, I will say, I found all that stuff really interesting, but in like a playful way. Like, I don't know if I ever actually believed it. I, it's one of those things where I wanted to. Like, I, I wanted to see the Mothman, like just to say I did. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming what it was, maybe like a giant, like a uh, crane of some kind, like a whooping crane or a sand crane, one of those birds, because some of them do migrate over Chicago. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and they're huge, and if you're not used to seeing one, it would kind of freak you out to see one flying over you. What about the red eyes, though? Yeah, I don't know. I have no clue what that could be. And the feeling could be, be like right. a ref- It could be like a reflection like a cat when you flash lights on it. I, I mean, glow. owl eyes do that. They yeah. do refract mm-hmm. light like that. Uh, I've never heard of an owl being that big, though. That'd be kind of wild. Owls are big. Know. Owls can get. There, it was a, yeah, it was a chupacabra. That's what it, it was. It could be like a perspective thing where, like, maybe the owl was closer than what you realized, so it looked like it was a lot bigger than it actually is. You know, 
I don't know. But I mean, like going with the lechuzas, like mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the reasons why they they like fear it because it, first of all, they're really big owls, right? They're intimidating, man. Yeah, and and they fly at night. They're birds of prey, so they fly they have loud night. wings too. Yeah, so like I mm. mean, that, that's an intimidating uh, intimidating bird. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was an owl. Maybe it was a giant. I should say owls. I mean, they fly in silence almost, and you can't. You don't hear them till like they're right over you, kind of thing. Mm. So that would be scary, you know. You have no clue it's there, and then you look up and it's like right fucking there. Yeah, and then you look up and like you said, the eyes reflect light. You know, mm-hmm. that's why they would be red. Yeah, or yellow, mm-hmm. or yellow, or white, or yeah, yeah. Right, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> you watch the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a long time. I haven't watched it. I I I remember watching it a long time ago, but I never like, like it never stuck. You know, like I watched it. And I'm like, I don't want to watch. I, I want to see this movie, and then I like, forgot <laughs> it. You know, um, it's one of the few movies I was able to do that with. But I should check it out. Anyway, we should call it quits, man. We've been on this for like two hours. Yep. Yeah, we have actually closer to two and a half. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been on for two and a half. We've only recorded for like two. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. The movie does not have good reviews, so oh. maybe it does not hold up. <laughs> Richard Gere's movie? Yeah, it has a 52% critic score and 56 audience score. Ooh, that's rough. Mm. So bad. Yeah. I thought that movie was good. It's got a young Deborah Messing in it. Mm. Mm. There's there's other movies, too. There's, uh, there's The Mothman with, uh, at... Uh, 2022 with Liz Fletcher or Fletcher with and Christopher Curiati. I don't know how I've never even heard of this movie, so I don't probably not that great, but there's other versions of this movie. Yeah. In the eyes yeah. of the Mothman, search for the Mothman, etc. All right, man. Well, let's call it quits. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, guys, for coming on. I appreciate you guys coming on and talking crazy, scary family stories. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, these are real stories. I am not full of shit. Maybe the, some of the stories that were told to me are full of shit, but the ones that I'm telling you that I know of, those are real. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone involved wished that they weren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, my mother, my sister. Yeah, we all yeah. it didn't happen. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Lechuga and, and Cousin Primo. Not a problem, guys. All right. This is Edgar Otraes. We'll catch you <clears throat> later, guys. Later. Peace. The music you're listening to is titled Ransomware by Toby Tranter. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a service that provides royalty-free music for a low monthly cost. So if you have projects that you got going on on social media or other projects, Epidemic Sound is a service for you. And should you decide to go over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. Yeah, so we jumped around a little bit. And uh, I'm sitting around thinking, man, uh, I guess I had kind of a wacky childhood. (laughs) 
Uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody else grew up with ghosts and witchcraft and all kinds of crazy stuff, but I mean, it was pretty commonplace for me growing up. I can't be the only one. Now, if you're new to the show and you're digging what you're hearing, make sure you check out our website, thefloralpodcast.com, because we got more of this nonsense. There's a whole bunch of this all up in that website. We have a complete catalog of all our episodes, and we have a store where you can buy some stuff and uh, show off that you listen to our podcast. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram under the name Edgar Otraves, or you can follow the show on Instagram under the name The Flow Roll. Also, don't forget to follow Cousin Primo on Instagram under the name The underscore real underscore Cousin Primo. And I would give you something for Lechuga, but Lechuga doesn't want to be social. And if, anyway, if you're digging what we got going on, Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you listen to us. And make sure you you share us. Make sure you share us with the world because sharing is caring. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ego Otra Vez. We will catch you next time. Behave yourselves. Laters. Laters.